And this is Dr. Simcha Cohen, and we are on the phones and on the net. And we are not online, on the airwaves. But that's a whole different story to communicate with me tonight. The number to call in is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And you could call in or you could text me on the internet. The text is 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. I'll tell you the truth. I just received some devastating news and I know it's it's a, it's a kids show but something I really need to share a very very dear friend of mine I just found out passed away and I want to talk a little bit about him and I want to dedicate this show to him and I'm talking about Rabbi Abraham Netanel Zatzal Zecher Tzadik Livracha and when I say Zecher Tzadik Livracha I mean this was such a beautiful, beautiful person. He was such a mavrik b'midot. He had such, such unbelievable midot. And I'm not sure the details, but he was very young and he passed away in his levaya. As now, I chose to stay online rather than to go to levaya. However, he was a person that set many examples for many people in his beauty, in his Torah, in his dedication to Torah. Okay, so we're opening up our phone line, 718-683-5858. What I want to do is I want to ask kids what their perspective is about what's going on with J-Root Radio and what you think as kids we should do in a situation like this. Because J-Root Radio cannot be silenced. We cannot be stopped. Torah can never, never be stopped. And the amount of good that comes from this radio station will not be silenced. It will not be silenced. And we will not stop. <laughs> not, not Rabbi Yitzhi Herps, not Simcha Cohen, none of us who are out there on the airwaves, now on the phone lines, are going to be stopped. Because this is, we have the stamina, we have what it takes, and we're going to keep on plugging. Anyways, we're about to start school again, and we're going to be doing the last stretch before the summer. And I wanted to know what kids had in mind after Pesach, coming back from Pesach. I wanted to hear what kids thought. Hi, you are the first person on the new Simcha Cohen, not on the air, but on the phone line show. How are you? Hello? Are you there? Or are you not there? Hello? Or are you just breathing? We'll, we'll take breathing. Hello? Hello? Hi. Uh, lower, your, lower your radio. Or lower your phone. Whatever. Okay. We will perfect this. Yes, we will. We will figure out how to do this. But anyways, I have a few things that are on my mind. One of the things that I really, really don't get into is this Afi Coleman thing. I just, I don't understand it. It gets like so out of hand. Kids like demand things for Afi Coleman. I don't, I don't, I don't get the whole stealing thing. 
Maybe someone could explain it to me. Maybe someone could call in and tell me what the whole meaning is. But this whole like needing to get your kid a present for Afi Coleman and then like kids demanding all sorts of things, I think it's just like a little, to me, it's like a little out of hand. Is there someone out there that can explain it to me? That's I'd like to hear someone's explanation. Could you explain it to me? Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I was thinking that maybe sometimes there are songs that are not so appropriate on the radio. Maybe if we, like, don't put on those songs, it might help that, like, um, the radio should start working again. Thanks so much. Okay, and what are you talking about? I love people that do that. People that call up and say something but don't want to say something and they just hang up because they don't really have something to support what they say. I don't think that there's anything that's on this radio station that's not appropriate. I don't think that there's anything that this radio station shouldn't be doing. I think this is like an unbelievable station. I think it only promotes Torah. It only promotes Torah in Yirat Shemaim. It only talks about Hashem and it only helps people. And I think if someone thinks that's inappropriate, well, tough on them. Hi. I think that that's too bad for them because I think that uh, those are the most appropriate things. And sometimes, Emet, sometimes truth is not so popular. Sometimes truth is not so popular. Um, anyways, so, hi, you are on the phone. Not on the air. What's on your mind? Are you there? Hello? Hi. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Um, what are we talking about? Because my radio is broken and I can't hear. Well, the radio is not broken because there's no radio. It's all on the phone lines because oh. there's no radio. j Radio has been taken off the air by the FCC, and we are petitioning to get it back on because somebody... Somebody uh, decided that they did not want us to be on the air. And uh, we're assuming that it was not a Jewish person. But anyways, we are not on the air. We are only on the phones and on the text or internet. So oh, okay. we're talking about Pesach. We're talking about all sorts of stuff. Okay, but, thanks. Okay. The number is 718-683-5858 or two texts, 347-927-8398. Let me see some texts from you people. Hi, you are on the phone. Um, I want to call and about the Afi Komen thing. Yeah, tell me. My mother, my mother says that my so our family hides. My father hides Afi Komen, and the kids try to find it. Hey, that's and what I do in my family. So, 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 so any and even if you don't find, everyone gets a prize. So my mother likes doing that because it shows that. If you put an effort into things, that you get a ward. You're, you have a very smart mother, and I love what your mother said. And that's what we do in my family. I never thought so deeply into it about the effort and the reward thing, but now I will. But the truth is, it becomes a little bit of a game, so it keeps the kids up and it keeps them excited. But it doesn't get into like the silly stuff about stealing the father's off his home and getting him all frustrated when he wants to end the Seder because he doesn't have any matzah. Yeah. All right. My, my mother says that... Uh, did, my mother said that's completely wrong and stealing doesn't get a reward. That's certainly true. And also it gets very frustrating. And I once had a kid who would not give back to Afi Komen until his father promised him a computer. And he held Afi Komen hostage for around an hour. Needless to say, Oy. the family really was angry at the kid, but he was a little a little uh, challenged, if you will. And uh, 
He got his computer, which I thought was crazy. But anyways, thanks for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, you are on the air. Hello? Hi, how you doing? Good. I have a question. Um, I was able to hear it a couple of days ago. I don't know. There was just a bunch of shearing, but now there's nothing. What happened? Is it back? Is it not back? It's not back. It's not back. And we need to make a statement, and we need to cry out a voice to get a temporary FCC license and be put back on but the air. But someone has it. Someone Jewish obviously has it. If I don't know, Rabbi Wallerstein is on and Rabbi Mizrahi. But I don't think it was we, we, we did it for a while. But we can't do it now. We can't do it now because Dina and Mahuta Dina, we have to follow. We have to follow the dictates of what they told us to do, and we have some very, very good politicians that are working for us, and we have some good campaigns that are out there to try and get us. The truth is, anybody that wants a good business could buy the radio station for a certain amount of money, and they will double and triple their money because they could make a tremendous amount of money. It has tremendous amount of listeners. There are thousands and thousands of people. We are off the air, and we have six to 7,000 listeners for each show. So if you can imagine, we've had up to 25,000, 30,000 listeners at one time on a consistent basis. So that's pretty gosh darn good advertising for anybody that's interested. I mean, I, I heard people say something about pirate radio. Is that whole thing true, or that was all garbage? No, that's not, that's not garbage. That's, that's a term that's used, but it's something that's commonly, commonly, taken, that, that's commonly done, and a lot of it was just lack of, lack of understanding of the regulations. But once they came and they told us what they were, so we, we closed down. We did exactly what they told us to do. So there's no saying when it will come back. Well, God willing, I believe... Torah and keeps Torah alive. So God willing, we are we live in a in a world of miracles. So you never know. I think that some very smart businessman is going to buy the radio station for and understand that this is the only radio station that has the is under the hashgacha of five rabbanim. Yeah, but it's like seventy five million dollars to buy a radio six, station. Six, six million dollars. Who's going to do that? Uh, someone, someone who really has a smart head and wants to invest their money in something that's going to bring them oodles and oodles of Olam Haba, that's probably something that will do it. Whatever. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We have over 7,000 apps out there on the iPhone. So people are listening. And this is something that people do appreciate. There's so much information that comes over the station. So I'm not worried. I'm not. Hashem has his way. And the truth is that Torah has to push its way through the Choshech, and it doesn't always get a free ride. And yes, there are stations that, that spew such silliness and such, 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 such air, and they have no problems. But when Torah is out there, and the amount of people to hear Shi'urim and hear, and just the person mentioned, Rabbi Wallerstein, Rabbi Mizrahi, you have Rabbi Goldwasser, you have so many great rabbis, Rabbi Dan, we have so many unbelievable rabbis that are on this station teaching Torah. And of course the Satan is going to try and stop it. Of course the Satan is going to try and put a block on it. But guess what? We have to go strong in our way. And Ari's stamina is only stronger and his, his koach is only stronger and he's pushing more because this is not going to be shut down. Not going to happen. We're on the radio. We're on the air. The number is 718-683-5858. Or you could text the 
station at 347-927-8398 if you have a question or if you have a comment. And someone mentioned the Afikoman thing. I think that it gets out of hand. There are other parts of Pesach. And also Pesach cleaning gets out of hand. Sometimes people go like bonkers with it. Well, it's over now. Now we got Svira. I want to talk a little bit about Svira too. I think Svira HaOmer is such an unbelievable thing. It's so amazing that at this time of the year, every year, we, we, we focus and we think about our midot and we don't get caught up. And we have a radio station here that doesn't play live music, doesn't play musical instruments, the whole Svira. That's such a Kiddush Hashem. It's such a great thing. Because life means something. We live it for a purpose. And when you're a Jew and when you're serving Hashem, you have a purpose. That's what it's all about. And sometimes it gets clouded because we go to school and we have to do things and school makes us do things and we lose sight of what it's really all about. But the truth is, Pesach and the holidays really give us that beauty. Pesach and the holidays really give us the ability to appreciate things. See, Pesach, there's no one, no one forcing you to keep Pesach. No one's forcing you to do the mitzvot. It's not like in school. In school, a lot of times you feel forced and you feel like you have to do it. And when you feel like you have to do something, it takes away all the flavor. But when you have holidays and you have things that, like someone says, it's hard not to listen to music during Sphira. Right. But that's the whole point. The whole point is, if we train ourselves to do things that are difficult, then we'll be stronger in life. Life is not about being easy. It's not. Hi. You're on the air. Hi, my name is Free. How are um, you? I, um, I just want to say that in our family, um, by Pesach, um, each child gets surprised because my mother doesn't want the younger kids to feel bad that they didn't get anything. That's so beautiful. So you also have a smart mom. See, that's the way it should be. And I think that's the way it was meant to be. And that's that that's good. It's it it's fun and it's good and everybody gets a prize and that's really good. They did they, they, and, yeah. and also um I turned on the radio before and I wanted to know why um it's not on. It's not on because there's certain certain regulations that we have to meet for the that we have to do for the government in order to be able to be on the air again. And so the government is now telling us that we have to pay a lot of money to be on the air. So, oh, no, so my brother wants to say something. Okay. Hello. Hi. I want to say that it's good that that, that the father shot an happy guy and took all the kids to look for it. If only two kids or one kid hides it, then all the other kids. I feel like they're left out. That's why it's much better when the father does. That's, that's right. So I'm so happy that there are a lot of smart families out there that do that. All right? How old are you, Tzadik? Okay. See, smart man. Okay. Very good. So I see a lot of people have the idea that I have, and that, that's a better idea. Okay, we do hot and cold, hot and cold. And then, then when I want to end the Seder, I just like go pull it out and say, here. But the, does your father hide it in like in a really good place, or does he like just like hide it like kind of like so everybody can find it? He doesn't hide it. We do. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. It's even better. Okay. Okay. Very good. And also, 
So I explain that to your I explain that to your sisters because government because there are certain fees that we have to pay the government in order to do it. It's a little complicated, but don't worry, Hashem's gonna take care of it, all right? Okay. Okay, bye bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, um I wanted to say the reason why people um do Afikomans is because the kids should stay up the whole night. Right. I know that's the reason. But they're but a lot of times it gets carried away the way some people do it, which is like the kids go steal it and hide it from the parents, and the parents have to go break sweat trying to find it. And then they demand, I, I know kids like demand prizes, and I got, I want this and I want that, and blah, blah, blah. So it gets a little carried away sometimes. So that's, all, that's my only point. I know some cases where kids get like really, really more into the prize than into the Afikoman. But, anyways, but that, that, that's okay. Everybody's got their way of doing things, right? Yeah. Okay, thanks for calling. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. I guess not. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yeah, you. How you doing? Oh, I thought it was my grandmother that was on the air. No, your grandmother was on the air, but I put her on hold. <laughs> Should I go uh, back to her? <laughs> no. No? Uh, after you, okay. You know, I don't know if she'll appreciate that. I mean, do you do you think she'll mind? Because she's not so young. No. No. Okay. Fine. I'm sure she'll be okay. She's probably like. By the way, I have half of her with me. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so you're a split personality, huh? Yeah. Okay. Very good. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Don't say that when I steal that Afikoman. I I pretend that I'm just going to the bathroom. Why I do it? I steal that Afikoman. And you take it into the bathroom? Yep. No. Okay, good. You don't want to do that. Right. Right. And then, do you eventually give it back, or do like you hold out till you get like major prizes? I hold out until my father promises to give me what I want. Uh huh. And so, what'd you what'd you ask for this year? To this okay, that's a good price. I, I think that that's worth it to hold on to. That's such a good magazine, no? Yeah. It's got like such interesting articles. I was like looking at it. It's like, who thinks of these things? Even if half of them are true. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But it's like it's, it's a very very interesting. It has like everything about anything that you could ever imagine. I like I was looking at this last issue and it's like about the slavery and about this like really interesting stuff. I want to say whoever puts together that magazine, good for you. You got a, a lot of creativity over there. So did you get your subscription? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. It comes out once a month, right? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thanks for calling. Okay. Right. Number is 718-683-5858. We are on the we are on the telephone, not on the air. Or you could text me. Nobody's texting me tonight. Why? 347-927-8398. Not that I really like when people text. Cause I, have, I don't like reading and talking and all this other stuff. But you could, Should I text myself? Maybe I'll text myself. That's a good idea. So I, have, so I could say that I'm reading a text. But anyways, so the summer's coming, camp is coming, and we go through Sphira, and we, talk, we think about Rabbi Akiva's 
Talmidim that they died because Shelo Nagu covered Zelazah, and this is a time when we learn Pirkei Avos, when we try and make sure that we focus on being nicer to one another in Kavod Haveriot and being kind and having working on our Midot. Not that we shouldn't be working on our Midot all year round. We should definitely be working on our Midot all year round, but this is a time when we focus on it and we think about it, and this is a time when we put emphasis on it. And you think about the fact that that so many Talmidim passed away because of something like Shalonagu Kavod Zelazeh. If we would realize how important that is, holy Mac, I mean, guys, we sometimes don't put respect as such an important thing. But respect is like evidently paramount to everything because the Kosh Baruch Hu made a statement by by killing so many Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. And do you think that they were like nasty or they cursed each other out, God forbid, or that they were called each other names? Chaz v'shalom. God forbid. Not at all. We say it was just a, even just the fact that they had, didn't have, I don't know, it's so hard to say. I get very nervous when I talk about Chazal. Talking about Chazal makes me sweat because I'm not going to get into the trap of saying something negative about the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. We know what we know about it, but I'm not going to start making up examples of, 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 of things because they were still great, great, enormous, colossal human beings. And they were great Talmidim Chachamim, the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. So I'm not going to be sitting here saying something negative about them. I'd be silly if I did that. But I could take a lesson from the fact that on whatever level, kavod is so important. Giving respect to one another is so important. That doesn't mean necessarily standing up when your friend walks into the room. I think a way we could call respect today for kids is to be considerate, to be considerate, just to have consideration, to just be nice, and to think about the next person. To think about the next person, 718-683-5858. And that means not putting yourself first all the time, not thinking about yourself only, but thinking about, you know, if somebody wants something and you want something, giving in to that person, being a mevater, giving in when you know that you may be right, but giving in anyways because it's, it's better to be the one that gives in than to be the action, to be the stubborn one. And a lot of times, like it'll be a Cholomoid trip or something, and the question is, should we go here, should we go there? And sometimes kids will like make a big stink about we want to go here, we want to go there, and the rest of the family doesn't want to go. So how big is it when a kid says, you know what, I'll go where everybody else wants to go just because I don't want to ruin it for everybody. And I don't want to make everybody else upset. These are the midot that we're talking about. This is what we are talking about. We're talking about just plain being nice. And it goes a long way. Because when a person is nice, when a person is kind, and they have good midot, it sets an example and makes a difference in the world. And I know a person... And it's so interesting because he took over a business and the business 
is a type of business that gives service to not Jewish people. And I was speaking to the not Jewish people, and they said something that really it made it it, it made me it made me like excited because they said, yeah, you know what? Since the Jews took over, we get treated so much nicer, and people are so much nicer to us, and they're kinder to us, and they're more generous to us. And it really, really made me feel very, very proud to be a Jew. It made me very proud to be a from Jew. Because they said, yeah, since the religious Jews took over, this place is a much nicer place, and it's a much more caring place. And that's a real Kiddush Hashem. That is a real Kiddush Hashem. That's really what it's about. And that's what we need to be focusing on when we, when we, these weeks of the sphere, we need to be focusing on being kinder to one another and, and making a Kiddush Hashem and, and, Showing Hashem how much we care about one another. And the truth is, what a greater example. After we came out of Mitzrayim, we spent slavery, we were, we were downtrodden, we got our freedom. Very often, when a person gets free, they forget the bad times that they went through. When people go through bad times, they're very close and they're very caring and they're very, they're very conscientious of one another. But then they get free and they forget and sometimes they're not so nice to one another. But the fact is, this is a lesson we have to be nice to one another all the time. And the number to call in is 718-683-5858. We're on the phone. We're not on the air. We're on the internet. If you want to text, you could text at 347-927-8398. If you have an app, the JRoot app, you can download the JRoot app on your iPhone or on your Galaxy or whatever smartphone that you got if you got and you could listen to us live on the internet or phone net or whatever it's called whatever i really didn't want to do this show with the internet because i don't believe the kids should have the internet and i said how silly is that that i'm going to be doing a show using internet when i'm such an anti-internet person but it's not it's really on the phone also so if anybody wants to be listening they can be listening through their app, and they can be listening on. Can't be listening while they're driving because it just doesn't work that way. Unless you want to, God forbid, drive and play with your phone, which is not a good idea to do. No, it's not. But anyways, so I think that I think that some of the some of the other funny things about Pesach are that people Motzei Pesach run to eat chametz like it's been three years since they ate chametz. Like they're the mad rush to get like. What is the number one thing that people eat first thing after Pesach? The favorite food that people want to run to eat right away after Pesach. I have a theory. I want to see if I can prove it. I have a theory. Tell me what you are. What what? Tell me what you think the number one food to people eat. When they, when Pesach, after Pesach. Anybody? Hi, what do you say? What's the number one food that people run to eat after Pesach? Hello? Hello? I can't hear your radio. I know, because I'm not on the radio. I'm on the phone. Okay. All right? We're only on the phone or on the internet, if you have the app. Okay. 
Okay. What do you have? So, to answer my question, no. What's the first thing you ate Wait, after I Pesach? A, I, need a, I need to go off the phone, but... Oh, you need to go off the phone? Yeah. Okay. What's the number one food you ate after Pesach? Hung up. Hung up. Mm. What's the food, first food you ate after Pesach? Pizza. Pizza. That's exactly... I was thinking that pizza. I want to know how many other people vote in for pizza. I think that's the that's first thing my kids ate. Let me see who else says that. What's the first food you ate? Pizza. Pizza. Yes, another vote for pizza. Everybody eats pizza the first thing after holiday. Because why? I don't know. But that seems to be the thing that people miss the most. All right. Let's see. Who else? What, 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 I, nobody like nobody goes, oh, I didn't eat hummus, so I want to I wanna eat uh, a burger. No. What did you eat the first thing after Pesach? Really? Was it good? What did you eat the first thing after Pesach? Hello? Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. What was the first thing you ate after Pesach? I want to eat pizza and sushi. Pizza and sushi. Okay, sushi. I didn't get that, but I got pizza. All right. So at pe- most people, I thought pizza. But sushi, let's see how many votes you get in for sushi. All right? What did you eat? Hi, my family bought pizza. Pizza. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, pizza it is. Okay, night. you too. What did you eat? Hello? Hi, what did you eat right after Pesach? Are you talking about just hummus or just random food? Hummus, hummus, hummus. Hummus, pizza. Pizza. Thank you very much. So far we got, everybody said pizza. One sushi, but lots of pizza. What is it about pizza? Why do people have to run that pizza? I guess it's one thing that people miss the most. I don't know. I mean, it is good. It's the only food, really. It's good. I mean, I mean, and it's also it's also the only thing that's open, like right after the holiday, because it's easy to make. You know something? Can I tell you something? In Rochester, where I grew up, well, now that I said the city, and maybe I shouldn't tell the story, but there was a bakery that was on the other side of town. It was nine miles from my house, and my father gave the hechsher on the bakery. And he was always, in order to be sure that the bakery would not open up early, my father would walk all the way across town so he could sit outside the bakery on the eighth day of Pesach to make sure that they didn't open up one minute before the Zman. um, uh, That's mysterious nefesh, right? All right. Thanks for calling. All right. We're talking about what the first thing you ate after holiday. I have something. But the, first, the What's the food you missed the most on Pesach? What is the chametz food that you missed the most on Pesach? And I challenge you to guess what my food that I missed the most on Pesach. And it's a tough one because you're going to have trouble guessing it for a few reasons. There's one food that I missed the most on Pesach. And I didn't have it last night. I had it this morning. But it's my favorite food in the whole wide world. And I couldn't have it on Pesach. And I went, I go nuts. I, I go nuts for like seven, eight days. And I can't have it. But they have it right afterwards. But it's not pizza. <laughs> so I challenge you to guess what my favorite food is. And the number is 718 We are not on the radio. We are on the phone lines. So if you're listening to the, if you want to call in, just random, 
or if you want to listen on the app, the JRoot app on your smartphone, or if you want to use your parents' smartphone, hopefully. Hello? Hello? What did you eat? Pizza. Pizza. But I want to guess what your favorite thing is. Yeah, guess. Let me hear. Cheese blintzes. No, I had cheese blintzes on the holiday. Cheese blintzes you can have on Pesach. Although it is one of my favorite foods. But okay, try again. Hi, you're on the air. What did you eat? Me? Yeah. First thing? Yeah. I ate... Pizza. Pizza. See, how did I guess? Pizza. What's my favorite food? Can you guess? Um, your favorite food? Potatoes. Potatoes? Right, because I didn't have any potatoes on Pesach. <laughs> what? Bagels. No, 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 no. It's a, hum- it's, it's a food that, I, that I, I didn't have on Pesach. Hi, you're on the air. What did you eat? Uh-huh. What is the first Chomets food you ate after Pesach? Me? Yeah, you. Um, it depends whether you consider kebabs or not, but I ate pizza. You ate pizza, okay. Well, before that, I ate kebabs. Ah, because it was Shemini Shal Pesach, so you could eat kebabs, right? No, it was, yeah, but I ate it after after Havdalah. After Havdalah, okay. So you won't see. So why is there? Were there people in your house that that eat kebabs that, that had it there? So you wanted to? Like, no, it was an accident. We, we accidentally bought it. I accidentally bought it, so you sat and looked at it for eight days. That's tough. That's tough. Well, pizza is not my favorite food, and it's not the food that I wait to eat. I miss challah the most. Miss challah the most. You know something? I miss challah also, but that's not the one food that I think that I challah to eat. But thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. I guess what you eat. Yeah, yeah, you guess. Pasta. No, no, almost, but not pasta. But uh, that's not my favorite thing. But okay, good guess. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. What did you eat? Noodles. Noodles. You ate noodles? Okay. Mm-hmm. Noodles, that's a good, see, that's a sophisticated person. See, everybody does pizza, you do noodles. I'm impressed. Noodles, that's yeah. a good thing. Can you guess what my food is? Bread? No, not bread. Not bread. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. I'll say it before the show's over. What's your What's your favorite food for after the holiday? Huh? Hi there. Yeah, I want to guess what your favorite food is. Okay, guess. Donuts? No, not donuts. Not donuts. Although I love donuts, but no, not donuts. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Yeah, my brother wanted to say what was the first thing you ate on base. Okay, so let him say, what's what's the first... Okay, let me hear. What did you eat? I ate tons of matzah. Tons of matzah, but after Pesach, what did you eat? Peanut butter salad. That is a great thing to eat. I give you 10 points for that. Peanut butter sandwich, that's an A1. Peanut butter is the best. I can't have peanut butter in my house because my son's allergic to it, but... Peanut butter is definitely a good thing to have. Okay. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. I guess um, the best food that you like. Yeah. Coke, diet, 
No, no, actually, I drink Diet Coca-Cola on Pesach because I'm Spartac and we drink Diet Coca-Cola. But no, that's not that's not it. And, and I don't really challenge for Diet Coca-Cola. Pepsi, Diet Coca-Cola. But anyways, good try. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, can I guess uh, two things that you ate right after yeah. three? Right? Okay, number one, cake. Mm, actually, I did eat cake, but that's not the thing that I like dream about on Pesach. Number two, paste, uh, pastry. Mm, I did dream about that, but that's not my number one thing. You're going to be shocked when I tell you. But anyways, go ahead. And number three, pretzels. Pretzels. No, me, me not a pretzel fan. Only time I like pretzels is I eat it with potato chips together. But no, three good, solid guesses. But the thing that I, and you know, most people think that, that but most people would think that I'm eating. I'm giving a little hint now. Most people would think that I eat what I think about because they think that Spartan eat these things, but not all Spartan eat it. So I just gave a very big hint. All right, thanks for calling. Anyways, I just gave a big hint. See, a lot of people say, oh, you eat this, you eat that. But not all Spartan eat all things. So I tried this thing called quinoa. Eh, bad number. Sorry. Don't support it. Yuck. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, is it the thing that you you miss most? Yes. What's the thing I miss the most? Macaroni. No, not macaroni. No, although I, I'm not macaroni is a good thing, but no, I did not miss macaroni the most. Good guess. Okay. What did you eat right after Pesach? Pizza. Pizza. See, that's it. Every single pizza store and open up one night a year, and they just like totally cash in. It's like a done deal. If like if, if someone wants to make money, just open up a pizza store one night of the year, or actually. One day and one night. Erev Pesach and Motzei Pesach. It's like a real killer. Okay, thanks for calling. How are you on the air? Yeah, hello, Rice. Rice, that is it. You hit the nail on the head. You are the winner, yes. I am a freak for rice. I love rice. And everybody thinks that Spartan eat rice, but I'm Moroccan, and Moroccans don't eat rice. And so I can't. I cannot go, and well, I do. Every year, eight days, I go, and I do not eat rice. And the first thing I do after Pesach is I put up a pot of rice. That's it. Okay, you got it. And you, okay, there you go. See that? If I was Syrian, I'd be eating rice all eight days, but I'm not, so I don't. So look at that. How you're on the air? Could I take three guesses of what you, you, your favorite food is? Yes, you can. We Someone just figured it out, but take three guesses. Okay, kibbeh, machmajin, or sambusa. No, actually, we had kibbeh, but it was matzah kibbeh. And lachmajin, I like it, but not so. And sambusek also. But someone guessed it's rice. Because I'm Moroccan, I don't eat rice. And I can't really... Going a week without rice for me is like... It's like very tough. And and so I try I try like all sorts... Farful doesn't work. It's like no... And, and, and this quinoa stuff, like not, not really. Look like little bugs. They really didn't like it, but... Rice is like the thing that I miss the most, and, and that's that's what I had. So there you go. Okay? But I, I Kebel Ahmajin and Sambusek are definitely like three of the best foods in the world. So there you go. Okay, thanks for calling. Anyways, so we have a big promotion for pizza. 
everybody seems to be going out to eat pizza. I wonder if like they would open up a burger joint on what say Pesach people would run out to eat burgers. I don't think so. I think people just like pizza. It's just like one of those things. And I, I just I think it's pretty funny. But that seems to be the thing that people eat. Um the other thing that a lot of people eat a bowl of cereal. People seem to miss a bowl of cereal. Simple cereal with milk. They have this like matzah O's and and, and, and and all these things that they try and copy, like the, the cereals, but it just doesn't do the trick. It really doesn't. Nothing like a bowl of Cheerios or a or, or Fruit Loops or, or, or one of those cereals with milk. That that's a good thing, like right after house. And of course, as that really cute smart kid said, peanut butter and jelly. There's like nothing that takes the place of a good PB and J sandwich. And on white bread, mm -mm, good. Yes, there's nothing to talk about. Anyways, so we are here, 718-683-5858. And you could call in and tell me what you missed on Pesach. The truth is that we have an Eilis Achag in Shul, and everybody brings their Pesach stuff and just dumps it down there, and everybody sits there eating this like really nasty-tasting stuff. And like a lot of these cakes are just like cardboard with frosting on it. But we eat it, we enjoy it. And and I mean the Pesach food, I think a lot of it is really delicious. It really is very good. And if you just take the fact that you don't have wheat and put it out of your mind, I don't think it's like a not such a bad thing. We could survive. Actually it's even healthier because we end up eating a lot more vegetables on Pesach. A lot more potatoes. So we end up being potato heads, but it's not such a bad thing. You can get used to it. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I think pizza is a hot item also because it's dairy after a week of mostly flesh That's true. That's true. You Very well said. Mostly flesh and heavy meals. And, and, and when you just get a good hot slice of pizza, and it hits the spot. Also, you're going out to get it after you like changed over the kitchen and stuff. And like, who's interested in sitting down eating something heavy? Exactly. Like an hour or two after the Zman, when like you know you just want to just take a hot slice and and chow it down. Yep. So, very well said. All right. How was your Pesach? It was awesome. How was yours? Thank God. Awesome. Pesach is just it's so so unbelievable because every year we go through the same steps and we feel the same chayrus and we feel the same excitement and it's 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 unbelievable. You'd think that we get tired of it every year, but we don't because it's so so ruchni. It's so spiritual it's 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 really unbelievable and the weather was really good too just a little rain but it was really good yeah Cholmod was pretty good which was counted a lot that's so. true what'd you do on Cholmod we went to a YBC Live concert oh very nice okay you know I heard of Rumfried didn't sing this year because he was he was uh he had pneumonia he canceled yeah. all of his concerts never it's so terrible he should mm -hmm. have a full shlema but um, imagine people who bought tickets for his concert and they didn't get to go. But anyways. Right. All righty. Thanks for calling. Okay, thanks. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Anyways. We're nearing the end of tonight's uh, non-show. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it. It's a call-in thing, a majigger on the radio, not on the radio. But we'll be back in the radio soon because Hashem prevails. And you cannot silence J Root Radio. And everybody needs to find the voice, and we need to... Well, as soon as we know where you need to write letters into, we will tell you. 
Um, and as soon as you know, as soon as we know who needs to hear people saying that they want Jehud on the air, then we'll tell you. And actually, this uh, person who arranged was arranging the petition to get a cure for her child, unfortunately passed away, um, is so thankful to our radio station that she's going to be helping us get a petition together if we need. And um, we're going to put Jeru back on the air. And anybody knows somebody that wants to buy a business and invest in J-Root Radio. There are two things you need to know. J-Root Radio is under the directorship of five rabbis. The content and the rules of the radio station can't change. So a person can buy the station and say, okay, now they're going to make it this type of music or that type of music or, or this type of talk or that type of talk. This talk has to stay the same, has to stay under the hashkacha of the five rabbis. And the other thing they need to know is they'll make a lot of money because people listen to the station. Even when we're not on the airwaves, we have thousands of people listening to us. Last count was like 7,000 people listening to a show at one time. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Oh, hello, Dr. Simka? That's my name. How are you? Good, Dr. How are you? Okay, what's that? What's going on? Nothing. How come the radio isn't on? The radio's not on because we have to pay the government a lot of money to go on the air. And, and what's this week's topic? This week's topic was a lot of things, but we ended up talking about what the first thing you ate after Pesach, the first hummus thing you ate after Pesach. The show's over already? Uh, it's it's almost over, like in, in like five minutes. Yeah, and how the, what's the number that I could call to listen? 6718. One second, let me get a pen and paper. Okay? Oh, uh, no, to listen is 712. Wait, 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 one second, one second. I need a good pen and paper. Okay. It's seven one seven one two. One second. The, the seven one eight seven one two. No, no, it's not seven one eight. I made a mistake. It's seven one two. One two. Four three two. Four three two. Four two one seven. Four two one seven. Yep. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks for calling. Enjoy your, gonna, enjoy your night. <laughs> thanks, you too, Tzadik. Hi, you are on the air. Hello? Hi there. What's up? Yeah, um, I I heard that, that, that the J Radio, um, it's not on the air because cause they didn't follow the rules or it's not true? Well, it's, it is it is true. There were certain rules that needed to be followed, but that as soon as they told us what to do, we just stopped doing it. In other words... Once we found out what we needed to do, then we stopped until we could do it. So right now we're following the rules. So where is it now? It's on the radio. It's on the phone lines. And it's on a internet app. Oh. So that's that, that's where we're at right now. We're somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But it's but we'll be back online. We'll be back online. There there are there are hundreds of other radio stations that Functioned the same way that J-Root functioned, but what happened was we became very popular, which was something that wasn't to be expected, but that's just what happened. 
because we are a great radio station. There are a lot of radio stations that just function by a private antenna, and it doesn't bother anybody because they're just it's someone who just wants to you know say their stuff on air. But we took something very small and it turned into like 20, 20 30,000 listeners, and someone got very upset, and someone decided that they wanted to go and shut us down. But the guy that came to shut us down was so respectful. He walked in and he said, you know, I feel terrible shutting you down because I listened to you and I see that you do such good things and you speak good, such good stuff. And he really didn't want to shut us down. But he did it very respectfully. He actually waited till the show was over and he shut the radio down. So Hashem is very great and Hashem is going to take care and, and, and Torah is going to be back on the airways very soon. All right? Okay, and also, I, I love the show. Thank you. I love it, too. Thanks for calling. Okay, and that's, we're wrapping up at the end of our hour. Definitely been an interesting hour, and I didn't think that we would have any calls, but we got calls. People call in because I guess people are listening, and I just wanted to end the show again on a little sad note. Not a little sad note, a very sad note. I received news before the show began a very, very dear friend of mine, a very special person, Rabbi Abraham Tanel, passed away tonight. And his Levaya is tonight. And I wanted to, everybody should should have in mind He was a very special, very holy man and a very unique individual, Ba'amidot, that were beyond. And we wish our condolences to his family his wife and kids it's a tremendous loss for Claudia so it's a tremendous loss for Brooklyn and he was in Marbit's Torah he taught Torah and he learned Torah and he had such love for Torah and Hashem should just have Hashem should just take his neshama and envelop him in Kisei Kavod in Gan Eden and on that note a sad note this is Dr. Simchakov signing off J-Root I don't know on the air, in the air, under the air, wherever we are, but we're done. <laughs>